Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 40-ish. We are at episode 21, and we're privileged tonight to have a special guest, but lacking the majority of the normative group. So tonight, we are going to talk largely about our freshman year in high school, which, help me, Lance, 90-91, right? That's the right year. Yes. September 91 to June 90. Thank you. Math. Not my thing. We already learned that several episodes ago. So uh, we're short a few people, but we do have uh, Mr. Lance Abair joining us. Greetings from North Carolina. And I'm hoping he's not experiencing the 95 plus degree temperature we're, we're experiencing here in Southwest Michigan. But it is our pleasure to introduce a special guest tonight. A As far as it goes, a blast from the past. Uh, and we're talking of that freshman year. Uh, Mr. Eric Falker. Eric, thanks for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Greetings from Bel Air. So Bel Air. So that immediately makes everybody here who's not drinking a beverage thinking of Shorts Brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yes, unless you grew up like we did watching Prince of Bel Air on TV and then you're thinking California, but it's actually Bel Air, Michigan. Right, right. Well, it's, you know, it's funny. Uh, we were just, you know, I was up with family this weekend and uh, my brother-in-law talked about just being in Bel Air for the first time. Now, our friend Matt Conrad, who has yet to be on the podcast, but we're working on it, you know, spends the majority of his life and now lives in Elk Rapids. That's, oh, my gosh. That's where the Conrad compound of Vanita Place is. I mean, that's we've Lance and I have been there more times than we can count. Putting in a dock, taking out a dock, drinking. Dropping wrenches into dropping wrenches into the water. That's where my bachelor party filling was, up our for pants with Yeah, filling up our pants with water. <laughs> but yeah, the entirety of our summers for years was spent up in uh, uh, Elk Rapids. And I even spent time as a youth in Fife Lake, so still not that far from you. So Yeah. Um, so Eric, why don't you give the listeners here your current elevator pitch of who you are, and then we'll get into how we know each other. But let us know... Uh, what you're up to, what are you doing in the Bel Air? And for those who don't know, Bel Air is in probably one of the most gorgeous parts of Michigan. Anything associated in and around the city of Traverse City is kind of God's oh, yeah. country. So so take it away. Let us know a little bit about yourself. So here we go. So let's try to summarize what's happened to me in essentially the last 30 years. Uh, yeah, but we'll do it in just a minute. I um, First of all, I was going to be an engineer, ended up becoming a pastor instead. So I have a small church in Bel Air, Michigan, with this awesome tall white steeple and about, I don't know, 100 people or so. And uh, they trust me to actually preach to them every Sunday, if you can believe that. Um, I don't know that I've told them any stories yet. Oh my gosh, yes I did. I told them a story about my freshman year. You'll have to help me out. Who was our biology teacher? Uh, Mr. Gigante. Was that? No, no, that wasn't it. Oh, it was another one. Anyway, um, I told them the story about actually getting kicked out of that classroom and sent to the hall for talking in class. Who are you talking to? And I to? do recall, Jason, you and I sat next to each other, and you may have been the very person I was talking to. If it's who I think it trouble. is, Brian Underhill was in that same class, and I will fully blame him for all of those transgressions. Uh, he's not here to say that he wasn't, so that sounds fine by me. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, after I left Waverly, I went back. Uh, my parents were separated that year that I was down there, and uh, they got back together. Uh, so I moved back to Tawas, graduated, went to school in Chicago for a couple of years, went to Germany for a year, uh, which is where I met my wife. And then I spent some time in Indiana, 
uh, came back to Michigan, started working with teenagers as kind of a youth pastor, and uh, now I've been in Bel Air for almost four years uh, with this small church and, and a few other places along the way, but um, gainfully employed by the United Methodist Church and uh, honestly, really, really loving it. Uh, it's it's a cool community, and like we were saying before, all the lakes and uh, and, and biking trails and, and just... I like being up here in the trees, you know, so it's a it's a sweet place to live. So, Eric, uh, Lance, you can help me with this one. I would say is probably outside of people we dated, one of the first honorary members of the IBC posse from back in the day. <laughs> I would say, yeah, because I mean, because um, <clears throat> obviously, like what you just said, he didn't uh, didn't actually graduate with us, but it was, you know. It was something that he was always part of that uh, part of that crew. You know, we yeah. and uh, so yeah, it was definitely something that was always an honorary member of. So yeah, you know, it's funny. I felt very much like a foreign exchange student when I lived there, which is ironic because I took German with uh, Frau Swearinga, I think was her name, and then I ended up actually literally being an exchange student in Germany uh, when I was 24 years old. And, uh, but I will say, and I don't want to get too sentimental because I know you guys like to crack jokes on this thing, but that particular year, and you think of all the, just all the crap that freshmen have to go through anyway. Uh, but I had some extra special crap to deal with. And, uh, I, I got some really cool friends down there that helped me through a really tough year. And, uh, Lance, I don't even know if you know this, but Kevin Pease ended up being my uh, roommate my freshman year in college. What, uh, where did you go to school in Chicago? Northwestern, Northwestern, up okay. in uh, Evanston there. Yeah, I went, yep. I went to DePaul, DePaul University. Now, oh my gosh. I don't want to spoil anything, but Kevin Pease is going to be a guest on our podcast in about two weeks or so. We're working on that right now. Yeah, I saw that. He said something about being out in the middle of the ocean in Hawaii or something. He and his uh, his husband live in Hawaii. Yeah, they, um, wow. I they're they doing theater. I assume it's theater work, but we'll find out for sure. Yeah. Um, Hopefully nowhere near an exploding volcano. Yeah, I was, kind of, I was kind of wondering about that. I was kind of wondering about that. <laughs> yeah, so my, yeah, Eric, it's, it's funny. Um, so many significant things happened to us that freshman year. And uh, had, like, you're right, Eric was in and out for, for, for a year. And I think after that, we probably saw each other less than a handful of times. I know I came up to Tawas the year after for a, a summer visit. And then yep. at some point when you moved back from Germany or something, when I, when I owned that house on the North side of Lansing, you stopped by. I did. And I don't remember if you stayed the night or you, I don't remember the circumstances from that, but that was even 20 years that ago. That may have been a lot of times I, I just got sick of driving from Indiana home or Chicago home. And I would find people who live downstate and just say, Hey, can I crash with you for a while? Or just stop and hey, you want to have dinner? And uh, that a lot of times in my, I would just make the route a little bit more interesting of a drive by uh, by dropping in on people like that. So, gotcha. Yeah, um, and you know, see, we're from Northern Michigan, so we mooch off of all you guys that live down south because no yeah. one ever goes through Bel Air on their way to somewhere else. Not even if right. you're going to Traverse City, you have to like, you have to intentionally find Bel Air because if you drive through Bel Air and you didn't mean to, you're lost. Yeah, it's, it's a destination. It's a destination. It's not a blip. And we've looked so, at that. We've looked at 
when we were in Elk Rapids, even the last time we were all there, we land, we looked at going to Bel Air. What's weird is from Elk Rapids to Bel Air, if you drove a straight line, it's like ten miles. But it's oh like, yeah, not even. But it's like an hour and a half to get there once you loop <laughs> around Torch and then you come around Skagamog, right. and it's just anyway. It's, it's a whole so for, crap. for your listeners that don't know Northern Michigan, Torch Lake is thirty miles long and one mile wide. You could swim across it if you were, you know, really good at swimming. I prefer to just windsurf across it. But, yeah, it's hilarious. They always say, you know, you can't get there from here. You you really can't unless you have, like, a hovercraft. Right. Right. Well, yeah, the majority of, yeah. But the majority of our time spent on Torch was either up at uh, at the sandbar for many, yep. ad- many, 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 many adult beverages or up at the, uh, the dockside for burgers and many 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 beverages but we take conrad's boat i don't i think we only drove there once and that's because the boat was in the shop anyway tell us how did you so uh, it's an unfortunate situation that your parents had separated which that is no longer the case correct no it's not they are celebrating 50 years this summer no and we're actually going to get to go to alaska they've got oh so we katya and i have three kids now and my brother matt has three and then my brother Todd just got married two years ago, but all 14 of us are going to cruise from, um, well, cruise. We're going to go from Anchorage into Denali and back. And this is the really cool part. You know those tour packages and they like get the really obscenely large buses and then they try to take them down these little narrow streets. So when my parents called the agency to, to book this, they said, well, how many people are coming? And, you know, they're thinking like two you know, maybe three or four. Mm-hmm. My mom says, yeah, 14 of us. And there's silence on one end of the phone. She says, do you guys want your own bus? So we have our own 14-seat bus to do this trip this summer, which... That's not terrible. You know, it's terrible. No, I, actually, it's going to be really nice. My youngest nephew's only uh, six years old. And uh, so having a private bus, actually, I think is going to be quite nice but yeah so so my parents were split for that year they had some things to work through which you know what happens and uh they they chose the forgiveness route they chose the we're going to get through this one way or another and uh and so then end up uh you know my, they ended up getting back together and uh it's it's really it's really cool um yeah, I don't know where that conversation was going so <laughs> well so the question is how did you how did you and your mom end up in Lansing and much less Waverly. Oh. So I'm kind of wondering how, yeah. you know, you go from Tawas, which is a, a small city on the East coast, uh, North, North of what we call the thumb North of like all gray and all those areas, um, yep. Yep. which I knew very little of then had never been up there. And now, you know, with my wife and her family from Bay city, I'm up there all the time. In fact, <laughs> I was just there this weekend. Um, how'd you guys end up in Lansing and much less Waverly? I mean, there was a lot of choices, albeit horrible yeah, other choices. There was, and I didn't know. I mean, when you're 14 years old, you don't know everything that's going on with your parents and stuff. So a lot of this was unbeknownst to me that whole summer. I was at summer camp and marching band camp and visiting my grandparents. I had no idea what was going on until uh, my mom picked me up in August and said, by the way, I've left your dad and I've moved to Lansing, which is where her sister lived. Oh. And uh, over on the north side of town, um, the other side of the mall, is um, uh, bah, 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 after Elmwood Elementary School, that big road, Willow. So my 
my aunt and uncle lived in that subdivision back there, and my mom basically, with their help, found an apartment yep. um, right there behind behind the mall, and uh, she gave me a choice. said, you want to live with me? You want to live with your dad? You know, we both love you, yada, yada, yada. And uh, it was funny because I asked my mom where my younger brother Todd was going to live. He was only in third grade at the time. Right. And she said, he's going to come with me. And I said, well, I would really like to be with him. Now, here's the funny thing. I don't get along with my brother so much. <laughs> and yet I ended up being down there for the year. But uh, it was mostly because uh, my Aunt Kathy was right next door. And here's the other weird thing. Do you remember um, Dan uh, uh, Tembris? Tembris, yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, it, on the soccer team, right? Sure. So and band. my mom signed and me band. up for soccer. And, uh, of course, I was terrible at it, but gave me something to do. And we're sitting around, you know, kicking the ball around, whatever, and just got to talking. And he asked me the same question, you know, why are you guys down here? Oh, my aunt lives over there on Willow, whatever it's called. He's like, really? So that's where we live. So I'm over at my aunt and uncle's house one day, and I look in their backyard. And guess who's in the backyard on the, the opposite side of the fence? Right. <laughs> it's Dan's family. And I'm talking to my aunt. It's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, we've known them for years, and they've lived here for a long time. So. Anytime I was over at my aunt and uncle's house, I'd go over and knock on the door and see what Dan was doing if he wanted to, you know, kick the ball around or shoot some hoops or something. So uh, it was just funny. There were there were a lot of neat connections that happened um, uh, through that year, but that was that was one of them. Who was the other guy? Was it Andy Burroughs? Andrew Burroughs? Is that right? Burroughs. Yep. The... yep. Yeah. Yep. We... Uh, those two guys were my favorite uh, um, teammates because uh, I was oh so awful. Uh, playing soccer. I don't know if you guys ever did any sports or not, but I didn't. I didn't know the rules. I just knew kick the ball hard and don't touch it with your hands. And uh, that was my whole fall. It was just. It was a comedy of errors. Oh, and then by the way, I got glasses three months into my freshman year. It's one of the reasons I was probably such a horrible soccer player is I couldn't even see the ball, let alone kick it the right way. So yeah. Oh gosh, that was a great year down there. Yeah, we just had we just reconnected with Burrow a couple episodes ago too. I mean, we we all had this really core group of friends, and Andrew and his wife live out in uh, Boulder. Yeah, that's right. Um, and he's not spectacular about staying in touch, but as part of this group, we reach out, and he he said yes. So. So here's the here's the questions I have, and I even have this question for Lance because I struggle with this because I think I'm getting old. So I'll ask it to both of you and then see if we can connect it somehow because that's just what we do. How did we connect? Meaning, how did you and I connect as friends? I assume Lance's answer, but yours I struggle with because I keep going to one class, but it had to have been more than that because I feel like any any friendship would have developed out of more than one class hour a day. So I would love to know from your perspective, when did we connect as friends and what was it that uh, wasn't an endearing enough to, to maintain some sort of contact throughout that year? Now, and again, we're 42, so we're, we're dredging the memories oh, way back. Oh, yeah. Tell you, it, it had to have been marching band because that was the first time I met anybody down there. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the reasons that you reached out to me is because I was dressed in such god-awful clothing. Um, like, I had this favorite lime green turtleneck that I wore all the time. 
<laughs> is that helping you uh, connect to a memory there? No, I have I have another memory that's probably wrong, but that that I I'm not, I'm not I wouldn't put that past you. Let's go with that. But then but then not only marching band, but then we had the long walk down to the biology class. Was the guy's name Dickinson? Maybe does that sound familiar? <sighs> maybe. Oh, I can see him. I mean, it's kind of a skinny. Yeah, and, that was Dickinson. Lance, did you ever have Mr. Dickinson? I don't think so. Was he the guy who had the, the chalk shaking situation where he'd always stand there like this, shaking a piece of chalk? I feel like that was Mr. Dickinson. Bad mustache. But I, I know that my, half my classes I must have had with you. Um, English, of course, last hour of the day. Yeah. Um, we, where we swapped journals back and forth. Oh, I should have looked for that. I have it in the house somewhere. I have my freshman year journal still. Tucker does too. And we were talking about that. That'd be funny. That would be funny to read. The three of us swapped journals every once in a while because we, we had to write for 10 minutes every day or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, my gosh, there's some weird jokes in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Making the Pillsbury Doughboy, for example. I, I don't know what that was all about. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was some funny stuff. But I, I, I have to say probably at least three of our classes we shared. and uh, But most of the people that I knew um, probably were through the marching band. Yeah. No, that makes well, see, because I, I, I don't, I don't recall <clears throat> ever having any classes with you, Eric. I don't recall because I, I think the because I, I wasn't in marching band until my junior year, um, mm -hmm. and um, and so I, I think I just you know hung out with you, you know, because you you were hanging out with Jason and stuff that uh, yep, um, and and Burrow because I um, I distinctly remember you know hanging out in that um, in that foreign language hall. Um, exactly. It's a German class. They yeah, because Burrow was in that German class with you, I think. And then, um, and uh, yeah, I took French that uh, those years. But um, so yeah, so I I don't think I ever had any classes with you. I think it was just you know of a you know from a standpoint where we kind of just all hung out together at lunch and um, and stuff. But um, I think that was you know that was where I you know came in contact with you uh, most. Um, and Jason, I think yours was, you know, when I met you, I think I want to say it was, you know, banned in middle school. Um, and, uh, you know, cause you know, I think both of us were in band, mm -hmm. um, in middle school, I, th I think it was that. And then that kind of just led into OM and, um, and then, you know, um, you know, into a, you know, deeper, obviously deeper friendship after that. So. That's kind of where my brain so, was going, so I'm not insane. Good, that's good. Thank you. So Lance, I well, think... Well, I'm, I'm 43, so it's, you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll catch up with you eventually. Yeah, and yeah. One strong memory I have of you, Lance, because remember the lunch hours were so awfully long. It was just, it was like, what are we doing here? And I seem to remember this fetish with a tennis ball and just uh, throw <laughs> the tennis ball up against the wall for like, 40 minutes while we were waiting for everybody else to come back is, you know, the upperclassmen all had cars and could drive to McDonald's and whatnot. And we're like, we don't want to leave school. We're here. Let's do something. So yeah, I just sitting in the hallway and just chilling until whatever that hour was, fifth hour, sixth hour, whatever started. It's funny you said that because in my, in my dorm room in uh, DePaul, when I went to, went to college, that's all I did when I was in my dorm room by myself, which was most of the time. And it was just throwing a tennis ball against the wall. See, Lance went, <laughs> Lance went through phases. At that time, it was a tennis ball. For the next year and a half or so, it was beach volleyball. 
with a, a volleyball and a towel at all times, and then it kind yeah. of switched into some sort of martial arts and morphed into lacrosse. Um, <laughs> uh, lacrosse was between my uh, freshman and sophomore year. Was it? Yep. Well, you think about it, lacrosse really is martial arts with a tennis ball and a right. stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never looked at it that way, but yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Oh, my gosh. I uh, so I was just sitting there. I'll, I'll be honest. I was uh, mowing the lawn this evening and pack, and then I packed for this trip I'm going on tomorrow. And I was I was trying to think of all my specific Eric memories that were not related to going up to Tawas because that could be a whole separate conversation. And, and my understanding is you still have video evidence of that trip and then the trip uh, deep into the woods. Um, I remember a couple specific things. One in particular was I believe you had hosted or your mom had hosted a going away party when you were when we found out you were moving away and it was we did at your at your apartment complex and while we were there for you there was a particular reason why we were going and it's a certain individual that got invited who was going to attend that blew all of our minds that she was going to be there uh, I'll leave her out of this conversation but that that's a memory that just sticks in my brain but but I have to tell you the follow-up to this unnamed person I'm sure you and I are thinking of because she came to Northwestern to do her doctorate. Then it's probably not the same person. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, I don't think she has I was walking. Wait, 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 wait. What, what was her doctorate? What's her doctorate in? Oh, chemistry? Then I don't believe it's the same person. No, I got it. All I know is I was walking down the road because I was there for. Well, shoot, I had to have been there for seminary because I was taking the class in this. There's this little tiny Methodist seminary in the middle of Northwestern's campus. And I was just there for the summer. No, it was. It was the first summer I was there and walking down the road. And all of a sudden I heard someone say Eric Falker. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I know lots of people here in Northwestern. So must be someone I graduated with. And I turn around and it was particular alto saxophone player that i knew from waverly maybe it is her Ah! but i don't i don't i'll text you the name (laughs) was it sally yes it was absolutely it was sally but i don't think she has to be smart enough yeah Yeah. Yeah, i I, I can edit that part out later i can (laughs) (laughs) i don't i thought she was like into um um i want to say astronomy like she ran it could have been i don't remember what the major was i just i was just flabbergasted that first of all someone would recognize me uh but second of all they actually be at the same in the same location i mean evanston has like a hundred thousand people and right campus has who knows how many people and we just happen to be walking down the sidewalk at the same time so yeah it was really funny yeah i've never i've never been there uh hell I'd, i've only seen depaul from the outside because lance lance you're at depaul for for a shorter amount of time um, as short as you can go without saying you didn't actually go there. <laughs> well, I never went. I never went there, so you you've got yeah. that over me. Um, oh, jeez. So, um, memory freshman year. So, you, do you remember going to homecoming? Did you attend the homecoming dance? I did attend homecoming. Yeah. 
I don't know if I want to share my sob story or not. Oh no, you We're totally 42, do. Forty-three, right? Well, so, <laughs> so here... I homecoming was the first time I'd ever invited a girl to a dance before. Okay. And uh, very nice uh, young lady that came with me. I very respected her, and blah blah blah. And uh, towards the end of the evening, we're like, okay, this is nice. Okay, I'm going home. I'm going home. It's cool. And uh, went back outside. Now, mind you, 1990, 91, not very many people had cell phones. I remember my dad's cell phone weighed like 10 pounds, and it was in a bag, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's a pay phone. Told mom, I'll be done. You know, come on over and get me. And went outside. And that was only like a mile, maybe, from the school back to our apartment. And I waited. And waited. I'm thinking, oh, maybe she fell asleep or overslept. I don't know. So, and this just shows you how naive I was. I started walking home at midnight in West downtown Lansing. Right. And I got up one block and I saw my mom's car come flying down the road from the other direction. She had fallen asleep and didn't know that I was on my way back. And so, and she felt so embarrassed. It's hilarious. My mom really has kind of a guilty conscience sometimes. She still talks about the fact that she's like, my friend, your freshman year, I forgot to come pick you up for homecoming. So that was my homecoming memory. Who did you take to homecoming? Dawn Wood, I think was her name. Okay. Okay. Another person from marching band, if I remember correctly. Maybe not. I don't think uh, she was. I don't think she, she was in guard, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 She was yeah. color guard. Yeah. I, I just. That is her. Her younger sister was uh, guard captain, I think, in her senior year. Oh, maybe, yeah. Jody Wood. Yes. I don't know. Now, now we're just pulling names out of a hat from my brain. Um, well, here's here's one thing that would help us out since we are using video. You have yearbooks. <sighs> you got the yearbook out. Yeah. 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 I don't have my. I don't have the ninety four, ninety one year. But That's, I've only got freshman and senior year. But Eric, I will throw a memory out to you. Now I know why we connected in marching band. It just made my memory. Um, oh, Eric, yeah? Eric, what did you play in the marching band? Oh, baritone, of course. You were trombone. We were all low brass. Yeah. And so, who else was in your section that I was very, very interested in at the time? I'm gonna go with since she signed my yearbook right here. You bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey now. Well, hey, you're the only one who signed my yearbook, so that's I just, funny. I just want to tell you the the lovely note that she wrote me. It says, "Eric, I <laughs> can't read your handwriting." No, yeah, it, there you something go. Fans and congratulations and good luck. Something I don't know. I can't read the handwriting. It's too sure. loopy. <laughs> oh my god! What I really need to do is find in here and actually find what you wrote to me. Yeah, you should, because you're the only one who wrote in my yearbook, so I'm very curious what other people Oh, I found Sally's uh, message in here. Nice. But she wrote, in, she wrote in pencil, so it's faded. Oh, my goodness. This is so old, I actually can't read it anymore. So you, you got to make it up, then. Lance, you didn't sign my yearbook. I'm going to mail I, this. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think I signed anybody's yearbook. I don't yearbook, think Lance is a yearbook signer. He just... No. We didn't. We didn't recognize how important that would not really be for us later on. Yeah, like we're gonna do a podcast forty years from now, and yeah. we're gonna want to. What did you write? Uh, uh, good luck on your. Good luck on your phone. Stuff and yeah. junk and stuff. Okay, you're gonna laugh. This is. Oh no, this must be this one right here with the really crazy big signature. Let me see. I probably can't get it to. Ah, uh, on here. 
so you can actually see it. Now nah, it's it's. Oh, you had dark. a lot of people sign your. You're wow. All right. I didn't. Really, only five people signed it, but they wrote really, really long messages. What would have been funny if one person had signed it and wrote a, a story, and the next person just carried it on. There you go. My my buddy Jason Vallad says, Eric, too bad you have to go. You should stay. You were be, you were becoming cool. Come back again soon. Ouch. This Damn. time, stay. <laughs> so I wasn't really cool, and I still am not. Actually, I embrace dorkiness. I love it. I, I don't yeah. think at any point we can we can pass the, anything I say as good judgment on what was and what was not cool for the love of God. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I do realize with all these people we've talked to and the people we've caught up with is the only consistent factor is that I may have been some sort of connection point. Maybe. Yeah. But defining what's cool and what's not cool, uh-uh. I don't, I don't get to play that. <laughs> even Even 13-year-old me couldn't decide that. No, but I can tell you one thing I did think was cool our freshman year. Oh, yeah. And I usually brought my lunch home. But do you remember going to the cafeteria and they had these cookies the size of your head? I, Those chocolate chips. Cinnamon rolls, too. Yeah. Yeah. Those were cool. And they only cost like a nickel or something. So, <laughs> done with those. Back in my day, the big cookies only cost a nickel. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Yeah. We- so start start throwing out some names of people you have specific memories about because they're probably uh, someone we may or may not have talked Lance can someone we may or may not have talked about trying to connect with. I know the one I really want to get to who's connect that? with uh, Daryl. I do want to connect with oh. Daryl. He's he's on Facebook, but he doesn't respond to anything. So Daryl, if you're listening, even though I know you're not, you should respond to stuff. It's it could be cool. It could be cool. <laughs> So what was your first thought when we asked you to do this podcast? Were you like, uh <laughs> My and first thought come up and gonna... be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're going to think he's a pastor. He's a stick in the mud. Why do we want him on the audio broadcast? That was honestly the first thought that went through my head. I didn't know you were a pastor, <laughs> so we'll go with that. <laughs> you did. I shouldn't have said anything. Now I won't be invited back. No, I'm just kidding. Um no, I, I thought it was a really cool thing that you're putting us together to, to connect with so many different people. Um, I've never been on a, a podcast before, for sure. Right. And neither had we until we started this. And now it's a thing for us. Anyway. <laughs> well, you, I, I think you more so out of everybody. It's been somewhat more involved in this stuff than any of us have been. Yeah. I think it's been you and, I think it's you, you, you and You and John. Right. Well. I mean, to be honest, it was Tucker's idea, but uh, his schedule does not allow for any regularity. But uh, speaking of which, hopefully he'll be it's popping fiber. on soon. Metamucil all he needs. <laughs> Metamucil. So, if you guys are using the video, you can see the pictures of my wonderful children in the background. Yep. That's my wife, Katya. That's, uh, there are now uh, 10, 12 and 13 so they're a little bit bigger than, than those pictures but I would hope so. parent, you know you take the first picture when they're one year old and you're like oh and they're like you know two weeks old oh and then those pictures stay up for 10 years and you're like no let's just leave them they're okay they don't need new pictures of our kids right right no i yeah so that your kids you are it. 
old <laughs> and very close in age. They are. Uh, Emily and Lucas are only 13 months apart. They have birthdays in the same month, uh, you know, 13 months apart. And then Jonah came two and a half years after Lucas. So, um, yeah. Wow. It's, it's wild. They like to do some of the same activities together, though, which is kind of nice. Right. My brother, four years older and six years younger for my two brothers, there were, you know, some things that we just, we couldn't do together, even if we wanted to. We couldn't play lacrosse together. All right. Can I ask a question real quick? This is uh, showing my ignorance in my math, but you said 13 months apart and they have the birthday in the same month? Yeah. Emily's is the beginning of September. And the following year, Lucas's is the end of September. So, so it's it's 12, 12 with that inclusive month. It's like, do you start counting from zero or do you start counting okay. from one? It's Got a it. it's at fuzzy math, Lance. It's fuzzy. Okay, okay. Well, that's fine. No, I, I, I was going to say that's what we learned at Waverly. So I was like, thirteen <laughs> months, but the same month. It was that weird year where there was an extra no, 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 month. Leap month? <laughs> extra leap month. month. They called it trarch. <laughs> or what, what? What is it? The truckuary when they sell all the trucks? It's the big the truckuary church. Um, that that was that year. Just in case you're wondering, um, have you been back to Lansing since you left? Well, I mean, yeah, I, my family that's been down there, and um, actually, I was at Michigan State two years ago for the um, Michigan annual conference. So we were at the Breslin Center. It's kind of neat. We we were on the main floor um, for all of our sessions. So I walked downstairs through the tunnel to use the bathroom. And I don't know if you've ever been down there. They they write the the um, they autograph the walls after all the concerts and stuff. Yeah. And uh, um, dang it, whose whose signature was down there? I was like, oh my gosh. Um, no, I don't know. Like like like. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen or something. I mean, all this stuff was down there. And I was thinking, well, this is this kind of neat. Magic Johnson's got his signature down there. Ringo. And the wall is just covered with Sharpie pens. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've been down to Lansing a, a, a few times or passed through. Um, my aunt and uncle actually moved to Grand Rapids a couple of years ago. So I don't have any direct relatives um, living there anymore. Um, but most recently I was down there because my wife was at a Mary Kay conference. I was invited to go. Yeah. I didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm going to stay up here and do this Tupperware conference. It's much, much more. Yeah. Uh... No, actually, I had to go to Flint uh, the same day for a uh, uh, camp counselor meeting. Um, so I dropped her off and then drove the rest of the way. But I've never seen so many pink Cadillacs in one location before. Oh, yeah, that's true. Strange. <laughs> that's true. Um. So I'm trying to think, Lance, freshman year, were you involved in the musical? Did you start that right away? Do you remember what the show was or anything yes. like that? What was the show freshman year? Oklahoma. Nope. That was the, that was the, that was the, um, the freshman musical. It was, they did a, they did a play and then a musical each year. And okay. so the musical was Oklahoma. The play was, um, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. 
And what about West Side Story? Because Kevin West Side was Story was uh, West Side Story was our senior year. Yeah, it was older. Because that was my last. That was my last show at uh, at Waverly. Because it was uh, Oklahoma. Um, uh, shit. Fiddler. Um, music. Music man. Music man. Fiddler and West Side. That's right. I forgot because the musical was typically in the fall. Yes. Because uh, oh. we used then, to. Yeah, that's there was right. a yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, can't take yeah. it with you up the down staircase and um, uh, shit. What was the last one? I can't remember what the last the last one was. I just remember there's one night. I don't know if it was no. It couldn't have been a musical night. Do you remember the collage concerts? Yeah. Okay. Those are the night where everybody performed random things. Like maybe there was a acapella group and then a quartet and then the jazz band and then the full orchestra and then the soloist and then a, I just remember that freshman year having that concert the same night as a home wrestling meet and I, oh, remember, that's right. I remember wrestling in a wrestling meet hauling butt downstairs to the locker rooms that and showering real quick and then running to the band room throwing on a tuxedo in order to make it out to do a duet with um, Krista Chatfield yep which wouldn't have been freshman year. That had to have been sophomore year because Krista was a year younger than us. There you go. Blown story. Um, <laughs> but I was trying to remember if I did pit for one. I did pit for a couple of those, and I don't remember if I did it for freshman year or not. You know, I always had a grudge against trombone players Why because that? they wouldn't allow baritone players in the orchestra. You're right. You had to play... Um, no, they wouldn't. It was Something trombones. else. It was trombones, tubas, French horns, trumpets. Yeah, you were just totally SOL. I mean, what did what did they do with bear? Because you you marched with the baritone, but then they play uh, mellophone. No, that would have been now what they do. No, you could you could you could use the full size baritone in the marching band if you wanted, or they had a front bell uh, baritone that looks like a trumpet on steroids uh bigger than a mellophone i hate them i detest them i'd much rather play the the curvy ones you know right um but it depends on on if you have a nice band director or not <laughs> sometimes he did and sometimes he didn't so here's your memory test who was the band director your freshman year at waverly oh i just flipped past his picture in here too yeah <sighs> he had he had dark black hair remember that yeah um darn it nope can't tell you. That would have been uh, Mr. Something. Yeah, Dave Bush. Mr. Bush. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Did you continue to play after you left Waverly? I mean, did you perform oh, as yeah. part of the Tawas bands, all six of you, or how many people were in your band? <laughs> we had like 80 of us, actually. It was a pretty decent-sized band when I was in it. But wasn't it um, the yeah, Tawas area? Like. It is the Tawas area. Yeah, you got to include all the people from like Sand Lake, and um, wait, now, now there's an East Tawas and a Tawas City. And I was told back in the day, like before our back in the day, that if like on the football team there was five guys from East Tawas and only four guys from Tawas City, then they had to go and get another player because it wouldn't be fair. You know, so oh, Lord. we grew up thinking, why don't they just call it one town? Just call it Tawas and be done with it. That's what everybody else does. But 
No, I played high school for three years. I marched in college for five years. And get this, if you're a football fan, I was at Northwestern in the 1995-1996 season. That was my sophomore year. Rose Bowl. They won 10 stinking games. You know, my freshman year, I never saw them win a game because they lost every single home game. Right. And the following year, they represented the Big Ten in the, in the Rose Bowl. So I, I think mean, that I was just that. whacked out. I think okay, so now I'm having a memory of going to a Michigan State football game with Northwestern came and seeing you on the field and like connecting, like running down to the railing because where we sat was where the bands came in. I swear to you, my my se- super senior year. I don't know what, that would have been 1998. Whatever year it was, I remember. I'm I'm having this memory. I may be completely fabricating this, but I'm having this memory of you coming to Michigan State as the traveling. Where team. were you in? I was. Where were you in the fall of 98? Where was I? Lansing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, working in school and season ticket holder. Or... Family was season ticket holders. Where was I? Probably. <laughs> I floundered for a long time after high school. Um, I floundered, mm-hmm. actually, until I met my then-girlfriend, now-wife, and she kind of kicked me back into gear in the 99-ish time frame. Um yeah, so I was probably floundering at that time. I had moved to California Absolutely. for a little while. Yeah, I mean, especially if you saw me in uniform, because that was my senior year. That was the final road game. Um, and my aforementioned family that lived in Lansing all came to it because my cousin... Uh, oh, wait, was she in... Yeah, no, my cousin Colleen was um freshman, I think, that year. Wow. And uh, it was kind of neat, because I knew some friends from Tawas that were in the Spartan marching band. And I got a picture with uh, three of us all together. That's kind of cool. That is cool. That is cool. See, all roads do lead to Lansing. You just have to stop there. And I'm not a big fan of going back there. And yet the company I work for is in Okemos. I just don't go back there. I just (laughs) don't. All the roads lead out of Lansing, too. For a lot of people, (laughs) yeah. Yes, (laughs) Well, I, let's see. I when did I I moved out of Lansing, um, roughly the week before my wedding. So that would have been in two thousand and three. Um, Lance, you've been in North Carolina for eight years. No, eleven. Eleven years. Two thousand two thousand seven when I moved when we moved down here. I think I'm missing an entire decade of my memory. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. We so, all do at this age, Jason. Don't feel bad. Uh, no, I really, like, I really like from from when I moved to California and then came back. There's like two or three years there that I don't remember, and I wish I could blame it on hard partying or doing drugs, but I didn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> I really think something traumatic must have happened, and I just blocked it out. What year did you say you got married? Two thousand three. Oh, that's a good year to get married. Yep, that's when I got married. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, um, yeah, man, cool. unbelievable. Well, okay, so we may be wrapping up a little bit here because somebody's old, and it's not me this time. But I'm <laughs> guessing that uh, Tucker's not going to make it. So here's how I want to wrap this up. Uh, so Lance, your memories of Eric don't revolve around classes. I don't. I don't think we had any classes together that year. I, I, don't, I agree with I that. I, 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 I think you were a lot smarter than I 
am and was at that point. So, yeah, but I don't think did did you and I ever have a class freshman year, Lance? I don't think we did either. I don't think you and I had classes together. That was so besides weird. besides band, besides band, which is really it's it's a uh, it's telling how our friendships have persevered all this time. It, it's funny. So there's a a a a dad who is part of the board of directors for the lacrosse program my son is part of because I'm on the board of directors and uh, told him about this podcast. He said he'd give it a listen. Ends up listening to our Marvel Comics episode. Um, and he asked me how I knew all of you guys. And I'm like, we've been friends since like middle school. I mean, we've had some hiccups here and there, but we've largely all been friends since middle school. And it blew his mind because he has no one in his life that he's held on to a, a friendship for that long. And the more and more I, I talk to people, that doesn't happen. No. So. I mean, you look at, you look at Matt and I. I mean, you Matt and I have known each other since five five years old. Yeah, kindergarten back so, in the day. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing how, like you said, that. I mean, that, that something that we can build or have built something like that, that has stood the test of time and, yeah. you know, can bring, you know, can bring people together without feeling like it's an awkward, oh my God, you know, what are you guys going to be talking about type thing? And, um, you know, this <laughs> podcast is, is definitely a cool thing to, I mean, even if we bring in people that, uh, you know, that, you know, come for an episode and if they, if they stay great, if they don't, you know, it's, it's kind of cool how we can. You know, we, we can have a, a, a commonality between everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with, even with Tony, I mean, I don't, I don't recall even Tony being in our school, let alone, you know, in, in classes with John and stuff. And so, you know, having all these people, it's really a neat thing when we can, we can have some place that people can come and you know, without judgment, without any type of, you know, feeling bad about it. Right. It's, you know, it's just, it's pretty cool. So, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, when, when you've got a group of friends that you can say, I mean, cause it, even when I talk to people and they say, you know, <coughs> you're still friends with these people and I'm like, yeah, <coughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And not just well, like as a... cursory friends, right? Like we know pretty much what's going on in each other's lives for the most part. So sorry, Eric, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I was just going to uh, affirm what Lance said as a testament to the group of people that I met my freshman year, um, I would not do this type of a podcast with most of the people that I knew from Tawas. Um, nothing against them. I just didn't connect with them in the same way. I think, uh, that I did with some of those people in Lansing. It might've just been a product of what was going on in my life at the time, but, mm-hmm. um, I have not made it back to either my 10th or my 20th, um, high school reunion, uh, up in Tawas. Part of it is because they insist on having them on Saturday night, and um, I mean this may come as a total shock to you, but I work on Sunday mornings, right? Really right. early, <laughs> and uh, you know, so this is this is this is really cool. I'm glad you invited me to it. Well, glad you could take the time. I mean, this is a, the most random reach out that you're probably going to get this month. Uh, don't yeah. worry, next yeah. month's coming. We'll get we'll come up with some more for sure. Um, there you go. Especially if we can get Burrow and Tucker both back on and. And, and, and have Conrad. And Conrad. Conrad's gonna I'll tell you what, he's gonna be the 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 red herring. He's gonna be the one that's gonna be tough to find. So Yeah. Well you said that about Burrow too, but you got him on. 
And Burrow, if you're listening, where are F-A, you, man? F-A. You disappeared. Come back. We want nine people on the podcast at the same time, just to see if we can handle it. Just to see if we can do it. So, Well, gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for spending time with us on this episode. So my thanks to Lance and my thanks to Eric. We never even talked about the nickname. That never even came up. I didn't even bring it up. So I'm going to tease it out. I wasn't going to mention anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease it out as we're saying our goodbyes so that when Tucker listens to You're the only back, one who ever used <laughs> No, I'm not the only one. Maybe we collectively are the only ones. But it has such, like, I, that is an I don't remember using it. But... It's an immediate <laughs> thing. We're like, oh, yeah. In fact, we don't even refer to you as Eric or Eric Falker. You refer to as Flea. And we'll just have to get that into that. Of, that wasn't much of a tease there, Jason. No, that's a tease enough that yeah. you don't know the history of it. We'll go through that <laughs> once you find your... It makes your, you uh, happy, man. This is your podcast. Go right, right ahead. It's our <laughs> podcast. But do me a favor. Uh, if you'd like to come on again, let me know. And if you find that journal and or digitize that VHS tape, that's a, that ought to be hilarious to watch. I will do that. I promise you that will happen this year. Hilarity wants to. So, gentlemen, thanks so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening to 40-ish. Once again, don't forget that we have a Twitter handle, Podcast40ish. If you would like to reach out, ask questions, suggest topics, or give me grief for monopolizing conversations, I'm happy to take any and all topics. So, once again, my thanks to Eric. Thanks to Lance. Have a spectacular night, gentlemen. You too. All right, night, guys. Hey, Sarah.